Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is NBA Today, hosted by Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Falling stars in Los Angeles, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Westbrook in a dud of a debut fall to the sparkling Steph Curry. How can the Lakers rebound? And Giannis dominated last night in a statement win over the Nets on ring night. Are the Bucks already on their way to being back-to-back champs? And we take a stroll down NBA lane to reveal 25 of the top 75 players in league history. A special guest, a champion, joins us as we celebrate who makes the cut. Hey friends, welcome to your new home for the NBA on ESPN. I am joined by Kendrick Perkins, Shanae Agumake, Zach Lowe, and we will be with you every weekday from 3 to 4 Eastern. And there is so much going on in the NBA today. Yesterday, the NBA released the first 25 names of the top 75 players in league history. And today, we have a special privilege of releasing the next 25. Let's get it. So guys... Who better to help us break down the list, especially since he himself is on it, than five-time NBA champ, 12-time All-Star, and Hall of Famer, Magic Johnson! I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman! Hello, family. Are we doing Yep. Yeah, we dressed alike. Yeah, we dressed alike. We are so glad to have you here, Magic. <laughs> Thank you so much me. for being here. And congratulations to you and Perk and Zach. Shanae, you know who I yeah. know so oh so well. I'm her boss with the smart. Very true. I'm on good behavior today. Yeah, like see, flicks. best behavior. Hey, I love like it. And I love it. Exactly. So, so Magic, you were selected to the oh, NBA's top 75. You made it. Yeah. What was your reaction when you found out about this accomplishment, and how does it stack up with everything, everything else in your career? I think you know you you know that God has blessed you, put you in this position, and uh, to be. I, Listen, I just wanted to play in the NBA. You know, you never think that you'd be one of the top 75. You, you just wanted to accomplish your goal and dream, which is play in the NBA and win a championship. Mm-hmm. And so uh, to be named in the top 75 is tremendous. Uh, I don't take it lightly. Uh, but I think it's great for my parents, my wife, my kids. And then also the Laker fans. Yeah, well, speaking of Laker, <laughs> we're going to get back to more on the top 75 later. But... We're going to also talk about the game last night at (laughs) Staples Center. So it was opening night in the NBA, and LeBron James and the new-look Lakers are hosting Steph Curry and the Warriors. So we pick up things in the third quarter. The Lakers, there we go. We see them, Steph, LeBron. So the Lakers, they get a steal. Kent Bazemore, he flips it to LeBron, who passes it over to Anthony Davis. Oh, 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 Oh,
for sure. So, one minute later, guys, the Lakers are up by four. Off this missed free throw, LeBron, he comes a full steam ahead, down in transition, and oh! Bop, he throws it down. LeBron, he was looking like he was in midseason form already. Vintage. He had a game-high 34 points, and the Lakers oh. are leading by two, heading into the fourth quarter. I mean, I'm so jealous. We're the same age. Look at this. Pretty <laughs> cool, though, because not the same age. Bang, straightaway three, he hits it. Poole had 20 points, so with just over nine minutes left, Russell Westbrook, he drives to the hoop, but it's called for the charge here. So Russell, he, he struggled all night. He finished with just eight points, five rebounds, and four assists. So later in the fourth, Golden State up two. Curry pulls up off the screen. Guys, that's that's money every Automatic. single time. He had a quiet triple-double. Under three minutes to play. Here we go. Nemanja Bialica kicks it out to Andrew Wiggins, drives three-pointer. Golden State. Their bench loves it. Curry gets a bath from some water bottles coming up here. The Lakers fall 121 to 114. So I was in the building last night, and I spoke with a source in the Lakers front office, and they preached the value of patience, guys. It's bumpy early. So, Magic, what are the keys for the Lakers to make this all fit? Well, first of all, I think you're right. Patience, number one. Number two, we got to remember what happened last night. Okay, for three quarters, the Lakers played pretty good. Right. LeBron and A.D., uh, I mean, they played like the superstars that they are. Mm -hmm. They just didn't get the help. Right. And it was really in the fourth quarter that that's when Golden State actually took advantage and played faster Mm. than the Lakers. Westbrook struggled because he was in first gear the whole game. To me, LeBron played faster than Russell did. He's got to play fast to be effective. And he was just. In that sauntering. Yes, and I think he was nervous first game sure. in the Lakers uniform form, young man from LA. Yeah. But he's gonna have to find how do I play with these other two superstars? Because they're gonna need his point production. And let's give Golden State a lot of credit. Those young guys without Steph, because Steph was on the bench in the fourth quarter when they made their run. And they got some guys who can come in and fill it up. We saw Poole. We saw, you know, Porter, these guys coming in, they got a great bench. And I will say this, when Clay gets back mm-hmm. <laughs> and that young center gets back, Wise- Wiseman, Wiseman, James Wiseman, they're going to be the team with the Lakers. I think that's the Western Conference Championship right there. Western Conference Championship. Them too. I, abs- I absolutely agree with Magic. And, and here's the thing, right, me watching the game last night, and I always harp on this. You have to take preseason seriously, yeah. right? And when you look at Golden State and what they did in preseason, they went undefeated. They gave them the new guys an opportunity to get implemented into the system. That's why Jordan Poole was comfortable out there. That's why other guys that, you know, Iguodala uh, them was back into the system. You saw them cutting. You saw they had 31 assists, right? They were passing the ball around like the collection play that first tree. But then when you go back and look at the Lakers, on the other hand, they took preseason for granted. Guys were taking time off. They wasn't building that chemistry. And when you're trying to win a championship, it starts from day one. Now, I do want to address the issue for us with Russell Westbrook. I hear all the nonsense saying it won't work. Some people saying bring him off the bench. And that's just flat out ridiculous. Here's the thing that's going on with Russ, right? Russell Westbrook is back home in Los Angeles, in Los Angeles, California. One of the biggest markets, one of the the most, you know, historical franchises in sports, right? And so what happened is that people don't realize with a basketball player 
it's so much to deal with with coming home. Not just on the court, off the court. You got family, you got friends, you got things that you're doing in the community. You got commercials that you're doing. That's why I always gave credit to guys like Magic, guys like Kobe, guys like Shaq, to be able to live the L.A. lifestyle, adapt, and put their work in. And I think Russell Westbrook just has to turn the page in that corner and make sure he says, you know what? I'm going to block out everything else that's going on that's not basketball related and let me lock in into the season. Mm, so on the other side of all of this, Zach, we have the Warriors. They had an impressive showing last night. What's the ceiling for them this season? We just heard Magic say that it could be the conference finals. I think the ceiling for them is higher than that. I think they could make the finals. Again, mm. a lot of that comes wow. down to Clay, and Clay's got to be 85-90% of what Clay's to be. But I was high on this team going into the season, hit the over hard. Perk and I talked about it yesterday. Look, there's power, and you saw it last night of a team that knows who they are. They know how they want to play. They have a style that is really unique to them, and it's not easy to play against when Steph is running around like that. Jordan Poole's like a mini Steph <laughs> yeah. running around like that. They've, they surrounded them with good passers, good cutters, selfless players, and there's just a lot to be said for. Like Perk said, you walk in opening day, we know exactly who we are. We don't need to sort anything out. We have a style. It's us, and you saw it the last 25 or 30 games of last year. They rediscovered what Warriors basketball is. Are they the best team in the West? No. Are they the favorites? No. We don't know about Clay, but they're going to be a problem if Clay comes back and looks good. Well, they had their anniversary. <laughs> I mean, it's a decade milestone. Steph, Clay, and Draymond, they've all played for 10 years together. Yeah. And even though Clay is not there, you still know that this is our core, this is our identity. We want to run and gun, but we want to be smart. And I think you saw a team in the Warriors that knew how to play fast and move the ball versus the Lakers who are trying to figure that out, especially with Russell Westbrook. Well, well Perk touched on it. Too much standing. In the fourth quarter it was says, here, you take it, you go. You can't do that against the Warriors. We got to move bodies, move the ball. And then also, too, they got to figure out who's going to close it, right? Who's yeah. going to close the game? Because, see, now you add that other superstar. Yeah. It's not easy. In other years, last year, we knew LeBron knew where he was mm -hmm. going to get his shots. AD knew where he was going to get his shots. Now we add Russell, so they're trying to figure out, okay, right. are you going to take it now? Are you going to take it now? Right. And so I think we got to give the Lakers mm -hmm. a chance. It's going to be a month, two months before they really figure it out. Now they also have to make sure that they Avery Bradley. I think he's a key. Mm. Put him in there because he did last. You saw yeah. what they did, but Frank too late. And but I too thought, late. But I thought Frank Vogel should have rolled with that lineup. That's he right. went with Avery Bradley, Braun Russ, and then he threw in Rondo and he yep. sub Russ. He sub yep. Russell Westbrook out, and I said, "This it." They started making a run because those guys are familiar That's with right. playing with one That's another. Right. Well, it was a little bit surprising to see Avery Bradley so soon. I was like, "Oh." Oh, he's coming to the yeah. game after oh, they hey. just picked him up like that. Oh, hey, he's there. I'm, we're going to get back to this because clearly there is so much to break down here. But let's get back to the selection of the 75 Magic. Ooh. Ooh. I, we're going to highlight some of your fellow Lakers great. Your longtime running mate, James Worthy. Champion, we have Will Chamberlain, okay. Kings the List, and Jerry West, That's the logo. Cool. What, what do you think, Magic? Well, I played with James Worthy. I, I, I want to say this. Dr. J was a beautiful basketball player that we all admire. Jane Worthy was beautiful to watch, too. He could get on that wing and put it in that one hand and dunk <laughs> on you. He could pass. He and could make defend. It look easy. Jerry West, I mean, I mean, what can you say? I mean, Jerry means so much to basketball. That was easy as well. And Wilt Chamberlain. 
him and Shaq, probably the two most dominant big mm. men we ever seen Preach. ever in the league, right? Preach. And so I'm so happy that these Lakers, but also everybody else too, because there's a lot of great players who made the list, and there'll be a lot of great players who don't make the list. Yes, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. I, I also, I'm a little curious, we were discussing before the show, who's going to have more, the, the current Nets or the current Lakers in terms of this all-time this all-time <laughs> great list? It, 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 think about the, right? the current who? The current Nets or the current who? Lakers? Who? <laughs> oh my God. I need you to stick around, but I want to go like this. We need you to stick around because we need your thoughts. They got to slip on one of them on the floor. Right. Oh, oh, no, that ain't no old man's that. That's for real. Yo. You got to slip one of them on first before we start talking about that. Maybe now. a couple of them. We're going to get into all of that, but Magic, we need you to stick around because we need okay. your thoughts on Yadis Attentacupo and the Bucks. Plus, we're going to unveil some more of your contemporaries on the 75th anniversary team coming up on NBA today yes we're heading east to the Bucks big win over the Nets and Perk is going to make some bold proclamations that you won't oh want to oh miss oh and we'll dive deeper into Westbrook's dud of a debut can he bounce back from his opening night Zach Levine had some we're going to talk to him as well now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Milwaukee, we did it. We finally did it. We couldn't do this without you guys either. So thank you. Funny how they used to hate, now they hit my phone, crying that they need something. The Dominic Kumpo! Yeah, that's why it's only family with me when I walk through, they gon' see us. Now they got us on the road, really in the mall. Blake Man, Griffin on a rock attack. You're all. Oh, some English on it. At any moment, I'ma blow now, so count down, I ain't stressing. A one-man wrecking crew. We're all excited for the ring and seeing our banner, and we're able to get the win. The Milwaukee Bucks got a win on ring night, but let's check out these rings. They have 4.14 carats of diamonds representing their area code. They have a QR code in them that you scan it and it goes to highlights from their win. What? They have 360 diamonds in it, and that represents the 360 total wins that the Bucks have had since this ownership group took over. Can I Perk. trade mine in? <laughs> well, Perk, I know you got one, but Magic, you got one for every finger. What do you think of these rings? Well, it's great because, you know, they have evolved, mm -hmm. right? And I won't even put my five that I won as a player because it's, it's so big. Matter <laughs> of fact, you can put my five together and it won't be as big as that one. Look but, at these things. But I'm proud. I'm proud of the Milwaukee Bucks. You got to give them a lot of credit. Giannis, their dominant leader. Um, also, Middleton, Holiday was, the key was picking up Drew Holiday mm -hmm. because Defensively, he became Stopper. a guy who could stop people on the perimeter. And then, don't forget, P.J. Tucker is going to be missed, Perk, because he provided the toughness. Right. 
But PJ Tucker, his his shoes, they were as shiny as those rings. And I don't have any rings, mm. but I do know good jewelry. And I love that it turns <laughs> from a ring into a necklace. Like, yes, that yeah. is what I am yeah. talking yeah. about. <laughs> and after the rings, we had a game, a game which the Bucks won handily, 127-104. Was this more, Cheney? about Milwaukee or was it about Brooklyn? It was absolutely more about Milwaukee because Brooklyn, they have a lot of questions and Milwaukee looks like they're a team full of answers. And I want to break this really down. So let's head to the big board. Would you like to join me, Matt? Oh, I, oh, I guess it's join your <laughs> man. You had an excellent point. You had an excellent point about the defense in the mm -hmm. Milwaukee Bucks mm -hmm. because Drew Holiday, he sort of brought that identity. P.J. Tucker will be missed, but they're a two-way team. They play on both sides of the court, but we saw Giannis Antetokounmpo, my goodness. Oh. Pick up exactly where he left off. And so, check out this play. Kevin Durant, not many people can block him. Jordan Nwora, help side defense is there. Look what happens. Bam, rejection. Now, yes. this is elite. Watch Giannis run the floor. They space the floor knowing that Giannis is truly at his best when he's at the paint. Look at the eyes on the defense. Giannis, this is the next step in his game. Passing right. and reading out of those right. you know, double and triple teams. Finds a shooter. Easy offense. Good defense leads to easy offense. And then watch this Eurostep magic. I mean, what? And this is on KD. Yes. Last year, out of you know the past 25 seasons, he shot 80% at the paint, you know, in the rim. Right. This is the reason, but a lot of people say, oh, those are layups. Look at the finesse on that final shot. So Giannis, he's able to pick up exactly where he left off, and we see the defense lead to easy offense for him. Well, he can do everything on the basketball court. Remember, he's been defensive player of the year. He's also been two-time MVP. Excellent. So to me, this young man is about when LeBron goes and KD goes through his thing, it's going to be Giannis's league. And he's serious about winning back-to-back -back championship. So oh, absolutely. Brooklyn, we just can't say Brooklyn is going to automatically win. Right. Because Giannis and Milwaukee saying, hey, wait a minute, don't forget about us. Hold on, wait a minute. And Sinead and Magic, Giannis was also on the top 75 along with Should Kevin Durant. Absolutely. James yep. Harden, yep. Steve Nash, and Magic. I'm going to come back to you in a second, but Perk, I want to know for you in this game, was this more about Brooklyn or was this more about the Bucks? It was more about the Milwaukee Bucks, and here's why, right? When you look at a, a team that had just come off of winning a championship, sometimes they uh, tend to get relaxed. Mm -hmm. They came out last night like they had something to prove, mm -hmm. okay? And their defense was stellar, right? It was so stellar that they had more coverage than cell towers, <laughs> all right? But here's the thing. Where's my camera? Oh, there you go. There you go. Pull it close. <laughs> Let me make this very, very clear to the world, okay? Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in basketball, Period. And yes, I know, right? He had a lot of doubters. Matter of fact, I was one of those doubters. And what do you do to your doubters? You prove them wrong. And he did just that. You know, the way that he approached that game last night, he approached it like, I'm not satisfied. I'm still striving for more. I want more. And when you look at his story, being the number 15 pick, coming to the United States, not even being able to speak English all the way, from having to go to the G League and earn his spot, going, going win multiple MVPs, defensive player of the year, finals MVP, and the performance that he put on last night. And I know it's game one. That man is on a mission. Yep. The late, great Kobe Bryant only blessed a few players yep. with the Mamba mentality. Russell Westbrook was one of them, and Giannis Antetokounmpo was the other, and I see why. And he's uh, 26 years old, y'all. Yeah, yeah, he's 26 years yeah, old. Yeah, but we got to remember this. He didn't become that 
player you just talked about being the best until these playoffs because he couldn't figure out the defense. Mm. He couldn't read it. But got over a hurdle. That's right. And that's what made him the player that he is now. He now understands, oh, they're going to double-team me. When, when they're going to double-team me, how I can beat yep. the double-team. You know who else got to figure that out? It's Luka Doncic. Mm. See, he's got to figure out it's a hurdle he got to get over, too. Sure. And That's Luka what. Doncic, he might be on the top 100 when that gets revealed in another <laughs> 25 years. But we want to reveal some more of your contemporaries' yes. magic. So, on the NBA 75, we're going to start with Larry Bird. Okay. What oh, do you think? Oh, man. that He was so bad. That dude, he can shoot it from anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story about him after you get to everybody else. Oh, I, I cannot wait to hear it. You know who's next? It is Michael. Oh. It is Michael. Oh. Jeffrey. Stop. Jordan. Stop. Stop. in the finals. Stop. I mean, <laughs> what were those battles like? Yes. Oh, unbelievable. And uh, with the tongue hanging out. See, there's a tongue right there. <laughs> and he did that great move against us. Oh, don't show that one. Wait a minute. Had, oh, look at him. He just dropped yes. defenders. Yes. He was stone cold. And you know who was right next to Michael Jordan on all of those runs? It was Scotty Pippen. Scotty! He made the list. One yes, of five Scottie players deserves. in NBA yes. history to make 10 all-defensive teams. Another long time rivals versus we have coming up next. Do you know who it is? Can you guess? Who? Can you guess? Fly Drexler, who is it? Oh Ooh. no, it is Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas. Thomas. Oh, IT. Two-time champion, 12-time All-Star, the 1990 Finals MVP. Mm. But since you did guess him, I guess we also have to tell you yeah. who else is on the list. <laughs> it is Mr. Clyde the Glide yes. Drexler. My first autograph ever in Houston, y'all. Yes. Really? Yes. That's it's right. Four. That's right. And his parents used to own the barbecue place. I used to go <laughs> eat that barbecue yes. at Drexler's. Well, and, and he played with you on the Dream Team. And then That's we have right. to get to another one. We do. The mailman, oh. Carl Malone. Pick and roll with John Stockton, the most unstoppable duo in the pick and roll I've ever played against. Mm. He was, I mean, that's cold. And, you know, we also have to, to talk about another one. Ready? Finally, it's Patrick Ewing. Oh, yeah. P.E. He's going to make it. Nick's all-time <laughs> leading scorer in points, rebounds, blocks, Ooh. and steals. Tell me, I do want to hear that Larry Bird story, though. Well, Kevin McHale had just broke the Celtic record. He scored 60. <laughs> and, and he went up to Kevin and said, you know you're not going to hold that record too long. The next game against the Atlanta Hawks, he, Larry Bird went out and scored 65 or something like that. I mean, just putting on the show, that's who Larry Bird was. Walked into the All-Star game. All nine other three-point shooting contestants were already in the locker room. He said, which one of you guys coming in second? <laughs> That's oh, a bad boy. And you That's know a bad he's boy. But he can back it back up. Back it up. Back That's right. That's Magic, right. I want to thank you so much Absolutely. for spending time thank with you. us today. Congratulations thank you. Thank you. again thank for you. making this list. Thank you. I and appreciate it. The next person who we're going to be hearing from, I, I think he's going to be looking at this list and saying, that? you know what? I think I think we I want to be on this team because coming up we have Zach Levine joining oh, us to no. talk about the new look Bulls ahead of their season opener against the Pistons. Ooh, better watch be out for them. And congratulations. Thank you so you, much. You're doing Patrick. so good. Perk, that's a superstar right there. That's <laughs> a superstar. I mean, do your thing, big man. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is our freaking moment. Let's go win it. Let's go. Looking for a problem. Oh, that's us. We get on the Suns have swept the Denver Nuggets. The Suns are going to the conference finals. A couple years ago, it was writing me off. We got a great team over there, and it's a lot of fun to be a part of it. We're going to keep playing hard. Now we're going to get some rest. <laughs> Welcome back to NBA Today. A key matchup in last year's second round sweep involved DeAndre Ayton's ability to defend the MVP, Nikola Jokic. And Jokic shot just 40% with Ayton as his closest defender on 90 shots last regular season and the playoffs. The second lowest among any player to defend at least 15 Jokic attempts per second spectrum. So, Miss Chine. What more can you tell us about this matchup? All right. Yes, Malika, I am a huge nerd, shocker, and uh, probably bigger than Zach. And I'm pretty good at doing homework, so I wanted to share my cheat sheet with all of you so everyone can flex with all the knowledge that you need to tell your friends tonight as we watch the game. This matchup is great because it's strength on strength. We've got the reigning MVP's offense versus DeAndre Ayton and his elite close defense. So let's break it all down. Now, DeAndre Ayton right here, excellent defense. Look at his top foot. They know that Yoko wants to spin baseline, but the goal is to force a fadeaway, and because he has the right stance, forces a fadeaway and a miss. All right, next possession. This is great because Aiton knows, hey, I've also got speed too, and he does this without fouling. He's able to move his feet, use his length, extend, and get the board so they're off and running. Now, this final possession here I love because Jokic, he's so great using his body weight, and watch what you do as a post defender on body weight. You pull the chair, so he retreats, hits him, pulls the chair, off balance, and the whole the whole time we've seen defenders sort of dig in and dig in. So DeAndre, and I know he might feel some type of way, you know, given the money situation, but I think that anger mm. is going to drive him to make sure he makes a statement against the reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic. Absolutely. So, Big Perk, mm-hmm. you're a big man. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this big man matchup tonight? Well, first of all, that was an excellent breakdown by Schnee because for the simple fact Stanford I Brains, was a post-defender and the way that she just taught the world how not to give up middle on the low block, I was very pleased by that. But I will say this, right? When we go and we talk about DeAndre Ayton and, we, and his matchup against Jokic, okay? Listen, Jokic is a guy, he don't say a lot. He don't say a lot, mm. but he let his action speaks, okay? And he's going to come out there and he's going to be on the mission. Now, here's my thing. How would DeAndre approach tonight's game with his contract negotiation that he didn't get, he didn't get signed? So here's the problem that I think we're, might, we might see. The DeAndre Ayton that accepted his role last season, I don't know if he accepted this, the same role this season. And I say that because when you're playing for a contract, now those hidden agendas start to creep in. Mm. Those individual agendas start to creep in. And now the team goals get pushed aside because now you got your individual goal to make sure that you get your payday comes into play. Sure. Real quick, Zach, what, what are you making of this here? Uh, I think this is going to be a great matchup. And to Perk's point, like, look, Devin Booker's going to have the ball. Chris Paul's going to have the ball. DA is going to do what DA is going to yep. do. But the Nuggets aren't going anywhere for yeah. a long time. Pretty and sure. as long as Nikola Jokic is running things in the West, you're going to need guys like DeAndre Ayton on your team to have any chance to come out of the West. You know who else you're going to need on your team? 
you're going to need Chris Paul. And Chris Paul makes the NBA 75th all-time team. <laughs> he does. He's fifth all-time in assists okay. and steals, and he's still moving you. up. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Soldier boy. Easy tell. call. Easy call. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, CP3 enters tonight just 22 points away from becoming the first player with 20,000 points and 10,000 That's kind of wild, right? So next is the answer. Allen Iverson, the shortest player to win MVP. Don't do that to Tyloo. And an 11-time All-Star. I mean, oh, oh, oh. No. Oh. oh, no, no. Tyloo, oh. Tyloo. Gosh, I wish Mike Breen was around to call. Like, I wish he was calling this. Like, I want to hear his call on that. So, next, we have Tim Duncan. The big fundamental. Yes. Keep it simple. Love to watch. 15 time All-NBA. My 15. That's crazy. Did Jonas Huguska says I want any part of that. Only use that. Yeah, only use that. <laughs> Solid killer. Well, KG said he never well, said a word. We also, we need to get to Duncan's longtime rival, Kevin Garnett. Oh! Hey, Kevin hey, Garnett. Yeah. Kevin Garnett. Six players to make 15 all-star teams won a title with you, Perk, and is the Timberwolves franchise player? Uh, listen, let me tell you something. KG is the <laughs> most KG is the most skilled power forward of all time. Oh, Y'all say hey. oh, he, was doing things of all time. he was doing things before his time. So so speaking of that, just nine of the players unveiled so far starred after the reveal of the NBA at 50 team back in 1996. That's Giannis, KD, Harden, Nash, and Dirk. They're among the group with just four other players that we just announced. So, Zach, there's 25 more names that are going to be announced tomorrow. We expect to have LeBron James. We expect to have Steph Curry. We expect to have Kobe. But who will you just be outraged if they don't make the list? I don't get outraged that much, but there, there are four names that come to mind right away. Number one, Dwayne Wade. That's a no-brainer. Yes. Ray Allen should be a no-brainer. One of the all-time great three-point shooters. Absolutely. Reggie Miller is one of the most underrated players in NBA history. People do not talk about how consistently great those Pacers teams were and how they ran their entire offense through Reggie running around doing stuff. And he was a tougher defender than people remember. I had a ballot in this thing, and, and I'll tell you one of the guys that I thought hard about was Kawhi Leonard, and I put him on, and he has 11,000 career points. It's going to be one of the lowest numbers on this list. Five-time All-Star, one of the lowest numbers on this list. He's going to miss maybe this entire season, maybe not. But I just think two-time Finals MVP, he's got to be on. He's just got to be on. All right, Perk, what about you? You know what? I'd be very, very disappointed if Paul Pierce is not on there. When you look at Paul Pierce's resume, it's longer than the holiday weekend. That's the first thing. But when you look at when he won a championship and when you look at the journey and the players that he had to go through to actually win that championship, he battled a prime Joe Johnson, then went head-to-head with a LeBron James, then battled the Detroit Pistons where they had Chauncey Billups, Tayshawn Prince, Rip Hamilton, all those guys in the backcourt. And, and to top it off, He went against Kobe Bryant, the Celtics-Lakers rivalry, one of the greatest rivalries in sports history, and he came out victorious 
with the finals MVP. You know, Malika, I'm sort of thinking about Carmelo Anthony. And I know yesterday we had a little bit of a, you know, a question, you know, because of the free throw and all that (laughs) stuff. But this is a guy that, you know, I'm of the younger generation, like Malika, and grew up before we started saying the mid-range is dead. That was his killing, his bread and Mm. butter. And what he's meant to our culture for us, you know, falling in love with the game, had a brief hiatus and still was able to revive his career and now is here in Los Angeles. Mm. I mean, that class of 2003, we love. And so it's great for me to... Obviously, you know, ride for someone that we sort of grew up on as well. Absolutely. I had a ballot. Mello was on mine. He's top 10 all-time scorer. Has to, has to be you. on. And Paul Pierce was on mine, too. Okay, so then I have a hypothetical for you guys. Because oh, there's, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There, there are guys that, you know, I was there's some names running through my head. Dame Lord. All, all these guys, right, that mm. play now. So let's talk about a couple of guys that play now. I want to know, hypothetical, Chinay. Oh, gosh. Who should make it? Kyrie Irving or Carmelo Anthony? Oh, I'm someone that I respect my elders, right? And so I can understand the case for Carmelo, like you said, top 10 all-time scoring over Kyrie. Even though Kyrie, if we're talking about our generation, my goodness, he owns my favorite shot in NBA history because of the time in which I watched 2016, Game 7. And I just respect my elders. I know we talked about this a little bit, Zach, so... What do you got, Zach? I have to answer it too. Yes, well, I actually answer did too. answer it. I yeah, had, Car- said, I had Carmelo, Carmelo and not Kyrie. And not Kyrie was. I think Kyrie has a better case than people realize. He was one of my last, last, last cuts. But Carmelo and Kyrie out. How well, long did it take you to do this, by the two, way? I don't want to talk. About it. <laughs> well, I actually did my own list, and I had both of them on there. But since I have to choose right now, I'm going with Kyrie Irving. Oh, we have to realize, and I strongly feel this way, that Kyrie Irving is arguably the most skilled basketball player yep. to ever touch the basketball. We have never seen nothing like him. He's a generational talent. He has the pull-up game, the below-the-rim finishing in the paint, right and left hand, uh, hands. And then on top of that, he has the best handles ever. Thanks. Absolutely. I mean, I can't wait to offline with and you guys about some other of these because I was in the news and we were getting heated <laughs> about this. But guess what? Zach Levine is joining us next, the Bulls guard and Olympian. We are so excited to chat with him about this new Bulls team, his contract, Ooh. and his hopes for this season. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The show is being run by Levine. White to Levine and the hammer. Looking for a season high. He's got it. Oh, stop it, Zach. He is a dynamic player. He has a skill set like no other. I'd now like to welcome in Chicago's Bulls guard, gold medal winner, Zach Levine. Zach, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here with you. I want to just dive right in. So in the past year, Zach, the Bulls have added Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic. And some say you finally have the help you need to make Chicago a winner. What do you say to that? I mean, we have all the talent in the world, uh, you know, with all these guys coming here. Um, it's It's been a blessing. We're, we're extremely talented, but we got to put the work in still. And, uh, you know, it starts 
you know, game one, we've already went through the preseason, um, getting to know each other a little bit better. But it's been really fun, and uh, I'm excited as I have been in my in my career. Excited as you've been in your career, what's it like playing with Lonzo? Great, uh, ex- extremely high IQ, um, really cool dude on and off the court. But he just does so much for the team. Mm-hmm. The impacts winning um, the, with the way he plays. Him and Demar, his veteran leadership. Um, you know, we pretty much, even like we said with Vooch, we have we have pretty much three number one options guys that that's been on different teams now all playing. Um, so we're we're figuring it out, and we're we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. I think there's a lot of people that are excited to watch you figure it out. Zach, you're, you're entering the last year of a four-year, $78 million contract, and you can become a free agent after this season. And in August in Tokyo, you told reporters that you outplayed your contract. You said, I've been very loyal to Chicago. I like Chicago. I just want my respect. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. how the inability to reach that extension and your pursuit of respect, how does that drive your play this season? I'm going to say it drives my play. Mm. Um, I'm going out here this next year just focusing on, you know, us trying to get better and me helping the team win. And contract will play itself out. I think that's something my agent and them to figure out. And, you know, when we cross that road, it'll be there. You know, business is business. But I got to take care of business on the court first. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm most excited for. I want to be respectful of your time, so I'm just going to ask you one more, Zach. You told Brian Windhorst of ESPN last month that they did what was best for the team, and I will continue yeah. to do what's best for the team. This season going forward is going to be extremely crucial, not just for me, you said, but for everybody, and winning would take yeah. care of everything. So, so yeah. what does that mean, winning cures all? When, I mean, it's a statement as winning does cure everything, on and off the court, and when you win, it raises everybody up. Everybody eats from it, and everybody gets their recognition. So, you know, nobody wants to be known as somebody that's, you know, a fringe, you know, playoff team or somebody that's, you know, didn't make the play. You know, we all want to be winners and, and compete for championships and things from there on. So I think that's what I mean by winning kills everything, and everybody will start to get what they deserve. Is Chicago going to be a winner this year? If I put my money on it, I think so. So, you know, I, that's what I go out there and do. We don't we don't go out there and, and say we're going to lose or um you know, I'm, I'm going out there to win every game and try to help this team turn into a championship contender. Absolutely. Zach, thank you so much for joining us today. I am looking forward to watching you in the season. I'm sure everybody else is. We really appreciate the time. No, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Plenty of new faces and new places debuting tonight, including Zach Levine's teammates DeMar DeRozan and Alonzo Ball for the Bulls, while Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier take on their former team, the Celtics. So, Perk, which new team are you excited to see most tonight? Chi-Town. Don't play a country boy. Nothing. I'm going with the Bulls. I love the energy in Alonzo Ball. Adding Alonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, and then they got Big Boosevich. I got his name right. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Perk. So we mentioned Boston. And we mentioned New York, so it's time to unveil several of the Celtics on the NBA's 75th anniversary team starting over here. Yep, look, the Celtics, all-time leading scorer with over 26,000 points, tied for third all-time. John Halvacek, one of the players to win more 10-time champion Sam Jones, who has the second most rings in NBA history behind only Bill Russell. Jones was a five-time All-Star, three-time, a three-time NBA All-NBA. So next is the Chief, Robert Parrish, a four-time champion, a nine-time All-Star, and the all-time NBA leader in games played with 1,611. And then 
We also have Bill Sharman, who makes the list as a four-time champion and an eight-time All-Star. Sharman led the league in free throw percentage and NBA record Ooh, seven that's times. Hard. That is hard. Ask Carmelo Anthony. And Bill Walton is a two-time <laughs> NBA champion and a one-time MVP and a finals MVP. Walton also won six Man of the Year honors for the... The 86 Celtics. As for the Knicks, we also have Walt Frazier, always the best-dressed man in the room. He makes a team, <laughs> seven-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA selection, who led the Knicks to their only two titles in the 70s. And, as well, noted earlier, Patrick ball. Ewing makes it. You should try that, Bert. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Get some breeze. What, what do you think on that group, Janae? I mean, it's solid. I, I love the history. This is the beauty of the 75th uh, you know, anniversary because yep. in the WNBA, we're talking about Chicago. Just have a new WNBA champion. At 75 years is, is really impressive. And so, Perk, we got a lot of big C's on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I, I applaud it. Me playing in Boston, I knew the history behind it. Mm. I'm just waiting on the Celtics to actually do the Celtics top 75. Ooh, <laughs> see if oh, that's yeah, there you go. On there. Let's see if I'm being, I, I mean, I did win a ring. You're on our top 75 perks. So speaking of the Celtics <laughs> and the Knicks, MSG is where the new NBA countdown debuts Whoa. 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 with Mike Greenberg, Stephen A. Smith, Will Bond, Jalen Rose. They'll get you ready for our first double header of the season on ESPN. The Celtics versus the Knicks. They're followed by Nikola Jokic's Denver Nuggets facing off against Phoenix with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. But if you think we're done, talking about Russell Westbrook's Lakers debut, then you don't know the NBA today. We will go inside the numbers next. I know Big Perk's got something to say. Oh, here we go. I know. Preach! Preach up! (laughs) (laughs) He's coming around with a collection plate earlier. Amen! It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Live from Los Angeles, welcome back to NBA Today. Welcome back. It's time to announce four more members of the NBA's 75th anniversary team. Rick Barry, who scored an NBA record to this day, 36.3 points per game in his finals career, is joined by Paul Paul Arizin, Nate Thurmond, and Wes Unseld on the NBA 75. So, Zach Lowe, what do you think? Rick Barry was a genius. We don't talk about how great Rick Barry was enough. Also, shout out ABA. Wes Unseld, Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same year. Think about that. And then won a championship with Washington. Good Good names there. Into his bag. I see you, Zach. There you go. So, so we're going to go back to last night. Rough night for Russ in his Lakers debut as he scored just eight points on four of 13 shooting. And Westbrook also recorded just five rebounds and four assists after being in single digits in all three categories just once in his previous 133 games. Here we are on the Lakers talking about Russell's debut. I just think it was just the first game jitters, to be honest. You come here and you see everybody courtside and the lights are brighter than most arenas. So it was a lot this that he was probably processing tonight. I told Russ to go home and watch a comedy. Something that can put a smile on his face. Yeah, him more than anybody, it's, it's going to be an adjustment period. right? He's coming into our, our culture, our system. He's got to find his way. Um, I told him don't be so hard on yourself. It's one game. 
we just want him to be himself, be aggressive, you know, be Russell Westbrook. Not worried about Russ at all. All right, so we heard his teammates feed, teammates feed back, and we touched on it earlier in the show, but it was a rough debut for Russell. So, Zach, what stuck out to you most in Russ playing with the new-look Lakers? Look, I'd love to press the panic button. I really would. It would be so much fun. 9 of 19 at the line. Oh, 9 of 19 at the line. Missing Horton Tucker, Ariza, and none. They're playing goofy lineups with Rondo, Russ, and Monk. We're not going to see those, all that stuff. But, but... If this is the Russell Westbrook they get while LeBron James has the ball, the guy who's just standing around while his guy doesn't guard him, you can see that his guy is just, watch here. Here he comes up the, the left wing there. No space anywhere. They're not paying any attention to Russ. If this is the guy they're getting, they are not going to win the championship. They need to find a different version of Russ. Here's another step. That, by the way, he needs to do more of that. Attack those gaps like that. Just, you know, make the shot. Um, the stat I'm going to be watching all season, Russell Westbrook, zero ball screens set last night. LeBron has made a living for 20 years having his point guard set screens for him. That's one way for him to be useful when he doesn't have the ball. The fact that he had zero in the first game is yeah. discouraging to me. Look, it's a long season. I'm not panicking. They make a few more free throws. This discussion is totally different. But that version of Russ... AD was awesome. LeBron's awesome. Yeah. They answer a lot of questions, but that version of Russ, it, it's got to be different. Let's say that with the last thing you said, LeBron was awesome. Okay? <laughs> if we're going to talk about some bright Late. spots, the advice that LeBron James gave to Russ was, go watch a comedy. And when you're in the, you know, when you're in a rut, I watched, what was it, Love Island? Crushed through like 50 episodes in five days. Yeah, I have a problem, but that's a problem. my point is, yeah. That's a big problem. Circle too. Yeah, when you're getting your it's hair one game. Oh, watch. absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's one game, especially for Russ, and I do think they're going to pick and choose a lot of conversation about, oh, should he be on the bench? That's an no. overreaction. It's all about rotations and how you use him in the minutes and the people that he plays with, right? So I'm not overreacting to this. I think he's going to be a great off-ball pusher, but he just doesn't know what to do right now. And like you said earlier in the show, Perk, you know, the preseason is the regular season for young players, but for older players, they're just getting the rest and trying to back end the season. So I'm not overreacting to the Lakers. Perk, Perk is ready. Well, yeah. I don't. I, I wouldn't call it an overreaction to those out there that came up with the idea to actually bring Russ in off the bench. I call it an idiotic reaction. <laughs> and here's why: I'm about, I'm not about to jump on that train because if we remember the last two years. What happened? In Houston, he started off struggling. Mm -hmm. And then when we got to January and February, we was wondering who the Rockets belonged to, Russell Westbrook or James Harden, because he was dominating in great fashion. When he got to Washington, he started off struggling. The Wizards were 1,500 games below 500. And what happened? Russell Westbrook took off. So he's going to find his way again. This guy has a Mamba mentality, and he knows how to play the game of basketball. Go watch when he played with the Olympics. Did you see what Coach K did? He bought him in off the bench. Russ played off ball. He, he flourished well. I believe he averaged like 17, 18 points. So he will be fine. They will fi figure it out. When, when I was at the, the game last night just chatting with people, it really seemed like the Lakers were saying, punk the rakes. We're going to get there. You just need to give us a little bit of time. And so as much as I wanted to hand Zach the panic, but, panic button, I'm not going to yet. So... Coming up, you guys, though, on NBA Today tomorrow, Damian Lillard, my Oakland Speaking brother. Of time. Game time. It is, he is on time every time. <laughs> he better be on time this season. Oh, oh. Portland needs him. Yeah. And tomorrow. Yeah, like old people need soft shoes. Dala, love the album. So friends, in case you missed it from Carmelo Anthony last night, 
Late in the third, at the free throw line, he gives a pump fake. It's called for a violation, Perk. I mean, I, I should have gave a pump fake in here the other day. <laughs> what happened was. <laughs> Zach, on, Zach, 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 Zach is looking like no. Exactly well, right thanks now. for Magic for joining us today. Besides We're going to have either. such a fun show with Dave tomorrow. And Carmelo, it's okay. It's all right. Happens. It happens. It's all right.